everyone, my name is Brooke and welcome to my podcast, Blogger with a Twist. So on my podcast, you guys can find topics relating to lifestyle, rants, inspiration, or anything else that I find interesting to talk about. So if that is something that piques your interest, definitely feel definitely feel free to subscribe, get your popcorn, get your snacks, and let's get this episode popping. Hey you guys and welcome back to another episode and it's and it's your girl Brooke. So today's episode I want to talk to you guys about why I made the decision to go see a therapist. So I just want to say that this episode may be a little bit of a trigger you know, trigger warning. So I just want to say that. But also, I'm hoping that this episode can be an inspiration or motivation to any of you guys out there that may want to go see a therapist, but maybe you're scared and you may think it may not help your case. But honestly, if you have the resources, the ability, the finances to go see a therapist, it's worth a shot. But before, you know, we get into this heavy topic, I have two things that I want to say. First thing is that I came out with a new fall and Halloween collection for my online red bubble shop and so initially I had made the deadline till Monday October 31st of this week but seeing as though I want to give you guys some more time to buy something I'm going I'm going to make the deadline until the end of November so if you guys would like to support your girl and maybe buy a mug or a sticker or a t-shirt or a hoodie then the link to my shop will be in the description of this episode and also if you guys would like a $15 voucher to buy stickers and other items on Redbubble then be sure to send me your email and your name My email will be located in the description of this episode, as always. Then the second and last thing that I want to talk about is this app that I found out about from one of my Uber drivers. So the app is called Fetch Rewards. And basically, it's an app that every time you scan your receipts, you get points or if you shop for certain items, you also get points. And pretty much if you earn and pretty much if you earn a certain amount of points, you can get a gift card to different stores like Target and Bath and Body Works and Nike and Wayfair and other stores and stuff. And I've been using the app now, I want to say, for about three weeks. And I've managed to get a little over 5,000 points. 
but yeah it's a pretty simple easy app and you can also scan your e-receipts so if you have any digital receipts that are sent to your email once you link your email to the app any of your digital receipts can get scanned for points so yeah if you have some receipts that you're not using and you want to earn some points to get amazing gift cards to other places and mind you i'm not getting sponsored okay i just want to share my knowledge like the uber driver shared with me um i will leave my referral link in the description you guys can click on it and sign up and definitely refer somebody else so you can get more points and get your gift cards and so yeah i think that's the last two things i wanted to mention before we dive into this episode so like always if you guys are interested get your snacks your popcorn whatever you like to eat and let's get this episode popping okay so i'm not going to lie to you guys making this episode is not easy for me because I put off going to therapy for a very long time because I thought I could handle things on my own. I didn't need any outside help. But not too long ago, I got triggered by watching a certain movie on Netflix. And after watching the movie, I felt like I was emotionally unstable. Like the next day, I ended up crying at work about like two or three times. And so after that, I decided that I needed to go to therapy. And thankfully for me, working at Starbucks, they have a program set up where you can go to therapy and you get 20 free therapy sessions a year and I basically had my first therapy session last Monday and I'm having my second one this Monday. As far as what triggered me in the movie and I'm going to say trigger warning okay trigger warning about a week ago I watched I watched this movie on Netflix called The Luckiest Girl Alive. The movie is basically about this woman and she's built like this perfect life, but unfortunately when she was younger she went through something very traumatic. She was gang raped by three guys. And then there was a school shooting that involved two of the guys that raped her to get killed and then one of the guys to get paralyzed from the waist down. And yeah, after watching that movie, I just I just felt myself just crying and having all these feelings of what happened to me when I was in high school and even after high school. And um, so I'm not going to go into detail about what happened to me because it took me years to start talking about it to my friends and even my family, especially my mom, about what happened to me. 
because for a long time, I did not want to leave her with that burden. I didn't want to make her feel like she didn't do a good job as a single parent. Like, I didn't want her to have that guilt or that shame. But after recently telling my mom about what happened to me, it was, in in one way, I was relieved because I finally was able to share with her what happened to me. But on the other end of the spectrum, I did feel a little sad because I didn't want to make her feel some type of way. But basically, as far as what happened to me, when I was around 15, that was the first time that I was sexually assaulted by two guys. And then after that first assault, there were some other times in school I was assaulted, but I think at that point, I just, in my head, started to normalize that this is what's normal, you know, which is weird to say, but that's how I started putting it it into my head, I guess you can say. And then when I was around my early 20s, I was raped by my friend's boyfriend, by my friend's boyfriend at the time. And so with that one, my friend at the time, because we are no longer friends, she basically, in a way, helped, helped her boyfriend rape me. And after that, I just had to cut the friendship because I felt like If you will let your boyfriend do this to me, how do you expect me to ever trust you again? So I just felt like as much as I wanted to forgive her and, you know, keep the friendship intact, I couldn't forget or forgive what she did because in a way, like, I not in a way, but she knew some parts about what happened to me in school, in high school. So I felt like if you knew what I've been through in high school and then you wanna let this happen, it's just kinda like you just don't give a damn, really. Gosh, I'm gonna try not to cry, okay? And um, with that one, I never pressed pressed charges on that because I don't know, I guess, like I said, I just, in a way, learn to normalize it but also I had just gotten so used to pushing my feelings aside and just not trying to address them or just put in the back of my subconscious and never think about it ever again but unfortunately I don't think that has helped me because over the years I've had triggers and this It'd be the weirdest things. Like sometimes I'll watch something and I'll just start crying or I'll start having these thoughts and I'll start crying. So I've never learned how to deal with my triggers. And even with my rape and sexual assault, there are also other things that I felt like even after all these years, I've still held on to some type of emotion or shame or guilt. For example, when I was 19, I had an abortion. And to this day, I still feel 
a part of me still feels some shame and guilt because I wish that I had of handled the situation better. I just I just wish the circumstances had been better. And the thing is, the guy that I was dating at the time, he was the first guy that I ever had like a sexual relationship with and at first I do feel like it was a lot of physical attraction, but then once I got to know him and his personality, I started realizing that we are not that compatible, (laughs) okay? So, like I said, I just wish the circumstances had been better, you know, but there's no shade to him because he wasn't a bad guy. He just wasn't for me, if that uh, makes sense. So that and even, so that and even with my grandparents dying when I was in high school, A part of me still feels a little bit of remorse because I never got to say goodbye to them. So, yeah, it's a lot of underlying feelings and emotions that I've let lay dormant inside for a very long time. And so I guess going to therapy is probably something that I should have done a long time ago, but I just... I guess I just wasn't ready to be that vulnerable and share my secrets to a complete stranger, even leading up to my first session, even signing up. I did feel scared. I was even scared to press the button to get like started to sign up. Like that's how scared I was to actually sign up for therapy. But with the support of my boyfriend and my friends and my mom and stuff, it pushed me to keep going, you know, and I'm definitely proud of myself that I didn't back out of it because I remember last week and I went to my first appointment, I think like an an hour before I kept second guessing, like, maybe I shouldn't go. You know, I I just won't go. But um, my boyfriend kind of convinced me, like, you better go. (laughs) My first session, I did cry because he asked me why was I, like, I can't remember how he phrased the question, but he was basically asking me, like, you know, why did I come to therapy? felt so weird in a way telling this complete stranger what happened to me but also I felt kind of icky crying in front of this person that I didn't know and I kept saying I kept telling him like I'm sorry when I was crying as if I was doing something bad like I don't know and I'm not gonna lie to you guys a lot of things that my therapist said made sense as far as when I have a trigger, I'm not choosing to bring these feelings forth. So it's kind of like like involuntary. But the fact that I'm choosing to get help and talk about this, I'm taking more control over these feelings. And hopefully I can learn how to cope with them and know what to do when I get these triggers. 
Also, something else he said is that the more and more that I keep putting off these feelings every time I get a trigger, it gets worse and worse. Out of all the triggers that I've had over the years, this has probably been one of my worst because I not only was emotionally unstable, but I just had no motivation or drive to make a podcast episode, to make a blog post. Like I just lost all motivation and inspiration to do the things that I really want to do. And so I can definitely say that after my first therapy session, I had a good experience. I like my therapist so far. So hopefully I'll continue to have a good rapport with him and everything goes smoothly. You know, for anybody out there, if you are dealing with sexual abuse, trauma, or any other type of PTSD, there's nothing wrong with going to see a therapist. And I know the thought to some people going going to see a therapist is really scary and like, oh no, I don't need therapy, I'm fine. But I can tell you guys firsthand that if you don't deal with these feelings, they're going to keep coming back and back and back and they may get worse and worse and worse. Like I was reading an article and I forgot the percentage, but it was saying how there are certain there are certain percentage of people that go through sexual abuse or rape that either commit suicide or they struggle with PTSD. You know, I am so grateful and blessed that I've never had an urge to commit suicide because I know there are so many people out there that go through stuff like this and they just they just give up the will to live. You know what I'm saying? And also, one thing I do want to say is that I do feel like when it comes to sexual assault and stuff, I do feel like, unfortunately, there is bias when it comes to that because I feel like if a man gets sexually, if a man gets sexually assaulted, some people may say, oh, he probably wanted it and blah, blah, blah. But if a woman gets sexually assaulted, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so sorry that happened to her. My thing is, whether you're a man or a female, if you get sexually assaulted, I feel like personally it should be treated as equal. I don't know. It just makes me mad, you know, because I just feel like no is no. But anyway, anyway, let me not go on a whole uh, rampage about that because I really could go on and on. So I just want to say that, you know, there is help. And don't ever feel like it's your fault. Because for a long time, I I thought it was my fault when I got sexually assaulted the first few times and then when I got raped because I just couldn't, I guess, fathom or come to grips with the fact that it keeps happening over and over again. And I just thought, well, it's probably my fault, you know. But in actuality, it wasn't. I just unfortunately was at the wrong time at the wrong place and you know if you've ever felt 
like it's your fault don't feel that way definitely go seek help before you start getting thoughts of committing suicide or hurting or hurting somebody else and last but not least there's nothing wrong with going to therapy like honestly even if you've never been through any type of PTSD or any type of traumatic events in your life there's nothing wrong with going to someone that's unbiased and just like getting a new perspective I think especially in the black community you know you're kind of taught like you don't go to therapy girl you just kind of like just deal with it and that's one thing my mom brought up when I was talking to her about why I wanted to go to therapy and what happened to me she said that back in her time because mind you my mom was born in 56 1956 so she lived through the 60s the 70s and 80s you know she said she said back then black people didn't go to therapy you know it wasn't really a thing because if you went to therapy people thought that you was like mentally ill like crazy you know so i just think that when it comes to therapy we just need to learn how to normalize it because we all need to make sure that our mental health is at its best peak and i think sometimes mental health doesn't really get talked about much and i think Sometimes mental health doesn't get talked about as much as like physical health. Because honestly, you can be physically in the best shape possible, but if your mental health is not that good, then it can have some devastating effects on your life. So like I said, other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And like I said, I know... This episode was a little bit of a trigger warning and it was a little it was a little deep, you know, topic, but I'm praying that anybody going through this type of struggle feel comfort in my words and I hope that you guys get the help that you need because just be proud that you're still a survivor. Because a lot of people that go through stuff like this don't make it. They really don't. So thank you guys again for tuning into this episode. And like I said in the beginning, if you guys want to buy some of my merch, I'll leave the link. And if you guys want to sign up for the Fetch Rewards app to earn points by scanning receipts, I'll leave my referral link in the description. And thank you guys again so much for your support. And I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Peace.